0: blog,
1: talk, radio. Hi, welcome to another episode of When Opportunity Not. I'm Nancy O'Keefe, your host. For the program, and today we're going to do something just a little bit different. Instead of having a guest today, we're going to do a mini workshop around goals. It's that time of the year when we set goals and intentions uh, at the beginning of the year, in the hopes that we'll reach them by the end. But I find more often than not, many of the goals that we set just get forgotten. We have great intentions starting out, but we don't have a good mechanism in place to help us get there, to keep those things fresh in our mind and really make them happen. They, they frankly just don't stick. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now there's some worksheets that you can get. Uh, if you go to the um, Facebook page for When Opportunity Knocks, you'll see a post about this show. The name of the show is Goals That Stick. And we have some accompanying worksheets worksheets for that because there'll be some exercises that we're going to do as part of this mini-workshop. So I hope you'll go out there to the Facebook page when opportunity knocks and look for the post about this show, Goals That Stick, and download your free worksheet so you can follow along. And don't be afraid to pause the podcast at any point during the program so that you can uh, catch up with us in terms of your uh, activities and the worksheets. So you can really put some thought into this and and hopefully solve this problem for yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. There's a real formula for setting goals, and we're going to talk about that formula, that process for setting the goals. To start out, I'd like you to um, do an activity right off the bat. You don't need a worksheet for this, so uh, just take a blank sheet of paper And just put a a big black dot in the center of the paper. And think of that black dot as representing the way that we usually set goals. Now, if you look at the paper, all the area around the dot is open for change, possibility. And what the dot really represents are all the shoulds. Usually our goals center around things that we feel like we should do. For example... We should lose weight or we should save more money or we should get more clients or we should have more focus or spend more time with family, whatever those things are, but they tend to be shoulds. They're good things to set intentions for, but unfortunately, sometimes they don't stick and we're going to examine why. So let's think for a minute around the white space. Think of that as the possibilities. And although usually when you have a blank sheet of paper, it's sort of a scary endeavor to put something on it, you know, we kind of draw a blank. We don't know where to start. So it's easier to fall back onto what's already on the page, meaning the black dot, and go with the usual set of goals. The goals that I mentioned, things like, you know, being able to make more money or exercise more, those kinds of things are shoulds and They don't normally stick. This worksheet is interesting because it really makes you realize that what you focus on sometimes is just one small piece of the pie, and there's so much more that you could be looking at in terms of setting goals. Focusing on what currently is happening in your lives, you might miss out on seeing some possibilities for yourself in the future outside of the limits of what you would normally talk about in terms of goals. So it's really important that you sit down with this when you're setting your goals and really take a hard look at what you want to accomplish. Look at five areas of your life when you're setting goals. You want to, of course, look at your career, your business, your livelihood, and your lifestyle. Another common one is your your body, your wellness, health, exercise. But also look at Goals that you might have around personal development or creativity or learning. And then how about the goals that you have around your relationships? Things like personal relationships, business relationships, but also your relationships to your community and to society as a whole. And finally, the fifth area where you might want to look is around your your why, your spirituality, your passion area of your life that you would like to set a goal for. So I like to set goals in those five areas. That way I'm not too focused on just diet and exercise, which is a great focus, but I'm also focused on things in other areas of my life. Now there is a worksheet in your packet that is called Powerful Questions. And I'm going to read these questions to you and hopefully have the sheet in front of you. But if you don't, you'll be able to do this exercise without it. And there's a real direct correlation between the questions that we ask ourselves and the state of mind that we're in. So we're going to take a look at some of these questions. And I want you to pick one of the questions that really resonates with you. And then we're going to have you answer it. Now, don't think too hard about your answer. Instead, we're just going to go for a surface response, something that's a gut reaction, something that you um, really think of pretty immediately without doing a lot of deep, deep soul searching. So here are the positive questions. I'll read through all four of them, and then I'll go back and read them slowly so you can select the one that you want to work with during this exercise. All right, here we go with question number one. What would your life look like if you had no restrictions and you knew that you could achieve anything? Question number two, in what areas of your life are you tolerating the things that are not as good as what you desire? What challenges are repeatedly blocking you from performing at your highest potential? And what must happen next for you to have a life that's closer to your personal vision of excellence. So those are the four questions. Let's go over them again. What would your life look like if you had no restrictions and you knew that you could achieve anything? Second question, in what areas of your life are you tolerating things that are less than the best of what you desire? Number three, what challenges are repeatedly blocking you from performing at your highest potential And number four, what must happen next for you to have closer life to what your personal vision of excellence is? So take just a minute and pick one of those questions and answer it for yourself. Go ahead and pause the recording and then come on back when you've got your answer. We're back now. Now, what's the question that you picked? And how did it feel when you're answering that question? Did you gain any new insights from it? If you ask the right questions, the answers you get may be the start of the vision you set for yourself. Questions are nothing more than thoughtful reflections that tap into what we want, our aims, our hopes, our goals, and our dreams. Questions can help you clarify where you are and where you want to go, who you are, and who you wish to become. And the expectations that we have for ourselves contribute greatly to the degree of excellence that we're going to achieve in our life. So through our expectations, we will define the boundaries inside which we are willing to strive, the black dot. Your answers to the questions you ask will help you point out the fulfillment you seek. And your answers can help you create a clear vision of where you're headed and where you may may want to be headed. So when you look at those powerful questions, it should have aroused some feelings for you. And that is actually the first piece of our formula. A goal has to be attached to a feeling, either a desire for something or a dissatisfaction with something. These are actually the only two feelings that really create a path for change. Either you really want something or you really don't want something. So the question we should ask when we're setting our goals is, do I want it or do I want to get rid of it? If you don't have deep feelings about something that you set for for your goal, then it really is a should. And should goals just don't stick. We've already seen that. We all know we've had a should goal that we didn't stick to. You have to look at your feelings as kind of the rudder, your compass, and when you ask yourself these questions, really give yourself a minute to sit with the answer that you gave. What feelings are stirred up around that? Because feelings are really how you get at what's most important to you. And if you ask these questions in the five areas of your life that we talked about, your livelihood, your lifestyle, or your your body and your wellness, your creativity, your personal development and learning, your relationships to both individuals, the community, and your society, and then finally your spiritual goals, your passion, your why, you'll have a more realistic chance to set a goal that you might actually stick with because goals that are attached to feelings are more likely to be something that you go forward with because it's more likely to be something that you care deeply about. So we're going to take a short commercial break and let you sort of think about that for just a minute. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the next phase of goal setting. We'll be right back.
0: I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network, I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, Send an email to managing director at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managing director at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation.
1: If operating your small business has you stressed, impacts your health, chips away at your relationship, and eats up all of your free time, Simple Small Business Solutions can help you implement business systems that make running your business easier. Whether you're trying to make more sales struggling to get your marketing done, or want better information to manage your business, we can help. Visit us at SimpleSmallBusinessSolutions.com. And we're back. Okay, we talked about setting goals and how goals that are attached to shoulds probably are not going to stick and goals that are attached to feeling something that you either desire or something that you're really dissatisfied with, are more likely to be goals that you stick with and pursue. So now we're going to take a look at how we can use these feelings as our roadmap. Danielle Laporte, who does a lot of work around goals and feelings, said that goals feed the soul, and feelings are the road signs that guide you to your goal. This real secret to making your goals stick then is to marry them to how you want to feel in the future once they're achieved. So as you ask those questions that we did in the last session, we talked about how you feel now. Now you need to look at how you want to feel because that's really what you're going after. And there's a tool that you can use, which many of you are already probably familiar with, and that's visioning. When you envision how something is going to be, and you live in that vision, it's more likely likely to come true than if you don't do that activity. And statistics exist that really support that. We're going to take a moment to read through. I'm going to read you a, a little visualization exercise. So get comfortable in your seat, uh, unless of course you're driving. Close your eyes, and let's just go through this exercise. And see what comes up for you. So take a couple of deep breaths. Get yourself comfortable. Totally relax wherever you're sitting. Again, this is not something you should do if you're listening to this while you're driving. But start to feel the tension flow out of your body with each breath you take. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now, imagine that you're at a serene river. Hop into the river. You're floating on a raft. You're just letting the river carry you down along the way, away from the day's worries. So see yourself on a raft, peacefully floating and winding through an exotic, mountainous landscape. Warm sun shining down on you, a gentle breeze in your face. Take notice of what you see as you float on by. Perhaps there are some wildflowers on the banks of this river. Maybe you see a deer feeding or a rabbit foraging. And there are plenty of white, fluffy clouds floating above you, colorful birds flying over a canopy of treetops. Now, take notice of the sound you hear and the intense smells that tickle your nose. Suddenly, you feel cold spray of water on your arms and your face. You look up, and the water is churning. Oh, white water! A mist settles onto your hair and along your arms, and you feel the muscles strain with effort as you try to guide your raft around rocks and struggle to keep it on course through pounding rapids. Uh Uh-oh, what's that ahead? It's a waterfall. Oh, and you're about to go over it. You feel your whole body stiffen immediately. Feel your heart pounding as you look at what lies ahead. And then the raft falls out from under you and you plunge over the top. Moments later, everything seems suddenly calm and quiet. Unbelievably quiet. You wonder where you are. It's dark. And like a feather, you are suddenly floating among the stars in soft blackness that surrounds you. How do you feel and what do you see? For a moment, simply rest in this incredible experience. And float gently until you come to your favorite vacation spot. What does it look like? What details surround you? What's the temperature? Notice the colors and the sounds. Relive your most favorite thing you did the last time you spent time in this place. Take it all in. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Take another deep breath. Let it out. And begin to pull yourself back to reality. With your eyes still closed, become more aware of your present surroundings. Start to feel your feet on the floor, your body in the chair, your arms. Then finally, open your eyes, stretch, and feel refreshed. Now take just a moment to write down what you felt while you were drifting in the water and then through the rapids and finally in the quiet place. Take just a minute, and we'll be right back. Visioning is a very simple process of making a mental picture in your mind of what you want, adding feelings and emotions to that mental picture, and then imagine yourself getting it, getting into it. And that's really all that this exercise was meant to show you is that visioning is something that just really like dreaming. It's making a mental note of what you want and really examining the details of it. When you make that mental picture and add the feelings and emotions to it by kind of being there and imagining yourself getting into it, you can see how you might be able to craft that vision around your feelings and change it to suit what you liked and what you didn't like. Certainly, we enjoyed floating down the river, but when it came to the white water, well, some of us might have enjoyed that. Going over the waterfall, though, might have been a little scary and less enjoyable. So it's really a matter of using your feelings to craft the goals that you want, but taking the courage that you need to step outside of the norm and dream and see it as if it's a reality, and then taking your direction from it. Not hoping, but knowing that where you're headed makes sense. Making your vision your truth and using right thinking. Remembering that your world is built in your own mind. So whatever you think first and then take action on is what is going to be most successful for you. Goals are not to-dos. They are your desires and your dreams or your dissatisfactions that come out of your dreams and need action for you to make them happen. So that's a very important distinction. When people look at goals as to-dos, they don't get done like so many of our to-dos. But when you look at them as a thought, you're going to take action on a dream, a desire, or a dissatisfaction that you're going to do something about. Now it takes on a whole new meaning, a much deeper meaning, so that you're in a position to really make it stick. So having a vision for where you want to go, for what's important, is the first step. And you want to remember that you have choices. You have the power to change. You don't have to be stuck in your same old circumstances. You can make a choice by simply having a new thought about it and then taking some action on the thought. Using these feelings as your guidepost helps to keep you focused. It helps you to check in. Every so often, check in and see how you feel about what's going on. Is it still your goal? Is it a goal that you are still interested in pursuing? Is it something you're still enjoying? And always look at the potential. Make sure it matches your why, your purpose, or your meaning. Regardless of distractions, if you have a strong purpose and passion for what you're doing, you're not going to allow yourself to be distracted off the path. If you don't really care that much about it, it's going to be easy to be distracted. And you should use this method to be the foundation for every decision that you make, really, because if it's not attached to your feelings, it's not going to be something that means that much to you. And if it doesn't mean that much to you, the chances of being successful with it go way down. Finally, your feelings and your passion and all the things that we've been talking about really help to keep you going when the going gets tough. This is the basis of perseverance. If you're really committed to something, then you're going to stick with it, and you're not going to let obstacles get in your way. Now, there are some things that can kind of put the brakes on your visions, so let's just talk about them for just a minute. If you suffer from short-term thinking meaning that you're not looking far enough into the future, not dreaming big enough, or another piece of that is chasing every little opportunity that comes along and not being focused on what you really want. Those things can get in the way. So you need to make sure that you look far enough out into the future, you find a focal point and you focus on it. Stick with it because that's what's gonna make you successful. Lots of other great things are going to come along, but it doesn't mean you're going to miss the opportunities if you don't take them now. It just means you can make a note of them, focus on what you're focused on, and then go forward with another dream or another opportunity at another time. The second thing that can get in your way is being too comfortable, really tolerating things that you shouldn't maybe living conditions or a relationship that you're in that's not making you happy or something about your business that you want to change because it's really not you, it's not what you had in mind, don't get too comfortable. You have to take a risk. You have to be willing to embrace change. You have to be willing to move forward. If you're stuck in what's too comfortable, even if it's not the greatest, sometimes we're comfortable with things that aren't the best things for us, that is just never going to get you out and meet you, reaching your goals. The third thing is being too attached to yesterday's success. Success is great, but it's yesterday's success. And if you want more success, you have to go forward into the future. So it's great to celebrate your successes and appreciate everything that has come your way. Have that gratitude and feel great about it. It can't last forever. You have to take another step forward and start the process all over again. Comparing to others is another way to really derail yourself. Your goals are just that, yours. They're not ever going to be like anybody else's. And if it looks like someone else is achieving their goals faster than you're achieving yours, it really shouldn't matter because you're on completely different paths And it's like comparing apples and oranges. So don't do it. Not having patience can also get in the way. It's hard work to make change. It takes time and effort and perseverance and commitment, which we've already talked about. And if you're not patient and willing to go through the entire process, every step of the way, there's no jumping forward. There's putting one foot in front of the other. You have to take all the steps to get there. And if you try and shortcut it because you're not patient, it's going to derail you. And finally, how you think is really important. If you have a scarcity mindset, you don't believe you're worthy, you don't have the confidence, you don't feel like you really can see the possibilities for yourself, or that's not for me, I, I never could get that, or you lack confidence in some way, those things are going to derail you as well. So you want to make sure you have a positive mindset and you're really focused on your value, your worth. You deserve every wonderful thing you can dream up for yourself in your life. We all do. And all those other feelings about not being worthy or not feeling good enough or not being in a position to know enough or be enough, that's a little voice in your head creating a scarcity mindset. And you don't need that. Dream big, take big action, and you'll get big results. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to make vision reality and some tools that you can use to help. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. E-Women Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the E Women Network community and let us help you live your dreams. For details, visit ewomennetwork.com.
1: Are you tired of playing small in business or in your career? What could you accomplish if you were seen, heard, and given the opportunity? If you want more influence, more impact, and more income, join us at Women's Leadership U. That's the letter U. We are a mastermind program dedicated to preparing women for leadership roles. Learn the skills that employers are looking for and business owners need. Gain the confidence and know how to move your ideas into action. To learn more, visit us at womensleadershipu.com with a capital U. Okay, and we're back. So, so far we've covered setting a goal and attaching it to a feeling to make it a real goal and not just a should do. We talked about how to make goals stick, some of the things that might derail us, and to do about some of those so we don't get derailed. And we talked about visioning. Because visioning by itself will not change your life, that's just conjuring up a dream. Even with a strong desire and a clear vision and an awesome dream, you actually have to do something to make it happen. You have to take action. And to demonstrate this, we're going to use the next worksheet in your packet, which is called Road Trip. So we're going to do this exercise. I'm going to ask you to stop the podcast and We'll go through the the exercise, and when we come back, we'll talk about it and how it relates to your goals. Now, just a couple of things about the exercise. It's all about taking a road trip that will take you to an exotic location of your choosing in the country that you live in. So where are you going? That's the first thing you have to think about. Now, there's no scarcity mindset here. So just so you know, all expenses have been paid for on this trip. The only catch is that no plans have been made on how to get there. And that's been left up to you to figure out the best way to get location. In getting there, we're gonna ask you to do the following. You have to visit two museums in two large metropolitan cities. You have to have one overnight stay in a cabin by a large body of water. You have to visit a professional sporting event And finally, travel through a mountainous region. Now, you have about one week mentally to get to uh, your final destination, but the route that you will take is up to you. So at this point, pause the podcast, do the exercise, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and hopefully you had a nice trip, (laughs) and now we're going to sort of talk about what this exercise represents. Planning the trip resembles setting the goal, moving from point A to point B. Stops along the way represent some of the obstacles or roadblocks or those shiny objects that we can chase that focus or keep us from staying on the right trail to get to our destination. The transportation and the route represents our action plan. And the action plan is where we're going, how we're going to get there, identifying the roadblocks that might come up, and how to handle them. It's about setting a time frame for completion. And it's detailed. If you skimp on the action plan, you might get lost, you might not get to the destination, or you might not get there on time. So you need to set goals that are SMART goals. And I'm sure you, you've you heard this before. SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely, or the word SMART. Specific meaning you're very clear about what you want when you do your dreaming and your visioning. Measurable means that you're going to be able to track when you start to take action right along the way until you finish taking action. Achievable means that you're going to stretch yourself a little bit. You're going to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to make them challenging but realistic. Relevant means that they're going to be correlated to your values, your feelings, your passions, and your talents. Because remember, if they're not, they may not stick. And timely means there's going to be deadlines associated with it. When are you going to have these completed? That's an important part of any action plan. Now there's three critical steps that you have to take to make sure that your goals stick. The first one is you have to write them down and you have to put them in a prominent place so that you can see them and visit them often. And I like to use the words, I am, I am going to grow my business by 20%. And that way, when I, Look at them and I read them. They're in the definitive. They're in the positive. And it helps me keep the thought that I need to have in my head that creates the action I need to get there. Number two, you need to look at them every day. Read them or say them out loud. Talk about them with others. When you go public with things, it makes it real. So tell your significant other. Tell your children. Tell your coworkers, tell your managers, tell whomever you need to tell, but you need to have that goal setting process go public. Once it does, it's real, and then it makes it easier to achieve. And number three is to set up the action plan, but set it up not only on paper in a list of step one, step two, step three, but schedule the actions you're going to take in your calendar so that you're moving forward every day. Now, one word of caution here, you have to make sure that you're scheduling one action every day. An action is a task. It's a small thing. It's something that's achievable in a a short period of time in a 24-hour period. For example, if I was going to have a goal of exercise, one of my tasks might be to investigate local fitness places or gyms where I might work out. So it has to be a discrete task that's achievable. You want to make sure you don't make a list of projects you have to do. Lose weight is a project. It has a lot of components to it, the component of exercise. It has the component of food, which has a lot of components in and of itself, what to buy, preparation, how to take it with you to work. There's just a lot of things to talk about on food alone. So you want to make sure that when you do schedule these things in the calendar, they are small enough little tasks so that you can complete them in, say, 30 minutes or less. If you spend 30 minutes a day moving yourself toward your goal, imagine how many goals you could achieve in a one-year period. Now, speaking of time and scheduling, most of us are not very good estimators. So when you're in the process of scheduling your little task to meet your goal, in the beginning, my recommendation is that whatever you think it's going to take you to achieve that task, double it, because over time, you'll become a better estimator, and you'll be able to be more accurate. But there's nothing worse than allowing 15 minutes for something that took 45 and having it really play havoc with the rest of your day. How long do you think you're going to stick with doing that if your estimations are off? Not very long. So make sure that you give yourself enough time, double it to start with. And once you become a better estimator, you can then do a little bit better with your timing and you don't have to add that factor of two. And remember to put yourself first. Don't shortchange yourself. Nothing in the world is more important than you. Never put a higher priority on someone else than yourself recently i heard um, actually i've heard this a couple of times people talking about being in an airplane and having to put the oxygen mask on you first before you help others and i think that's a great metaphor for this if you're not happy you're not doing what you want to do if you're not focusing on uh, focusing your efforts on what you want then you're not going to be as vibrant as energetic as happy, as good-natured, and as nice to be around for everyone else. So do put yourself first. And with that, we're going to take another break, and we'll be back in a minute to talk more about tools. Does your business need to make more money? Do you need more customers? Are you afraid of the 800-pound telephone? If you answered yes, then you need Ann Barrow. Anne helps clients discover the art of clear messaging to sell their products and services. Once you know what to say and how to say it, your confidence will grow into magnetism that draws customers to you and fills your pipeline through personal referral business. For a free 30 minute assessment, go to www.annbarab.com. That's A N N E B A R A B.com. Are you a small business owner with a big vision? Does every day require too much of your personal involvement to take the next step? At Simple Small Business Solutions, we offer consulting and coaching to align your business reality with your vision for the future. Simple Small Business Solutions can help you put the pieces in place to get there. Clear your plate, reclaim your time, get the freedom and flexibility you need to achieve your next success. Contact us at Simple Small Business Solutions. Okay, welcome back. In the last segment here, we're going to talk a little bit about where we've been, and then I'm going to give you a tool to help you work through this as you go forward. So what have we done? We've asked ourselves some questions. We've tried to determine what we desired, what we were dissatisfied with. What are we tolerating? We wanted to really get at what we want to change. And we attached it to our feelings so that we really could assess whether this was something we were going to want to focus on and we were going to stick to in the event that the going got a little tough. So we talked about seeing it, feeling it, feeling the emotions, and really having a vision for it. But we also said that having a vision wasn't enough, that it really takes action beyond the vision. So we set some goals around it and we made sure we wrote them down. Then we married our vision to our goals so they became one. And we referred to them every day, talking about them in public, making it a focus and making sure that it's real to us. We created our roadmap action plan. We wanted to make sure that we were very specific about what we were going to do in the way of an action step each day to move us toward our goal and we wanted to make sure that it was a realistic step something that could be done in a short period of time as opposed to a project which had multiple steps and would perhaps derail us because we didn't have enough time to complete it in the time we allowed in our calendar. So now talk about creating an infrastructure to support you because in addition to taking those steps you're going to need some support along the way, and I'd like to introduce you to the last worksheet in the packet that you downloaded and introduce you to a guy named Frank. Frank is going to supply you with the support that you need to move forward and stay the course. Frank stands for Five Steps. The F is for fixing energy leaks, the R is for reaching high frequency. The A is for affirming success, the N is for envisioning, and the K is knowing that you have to give thanks. So let's go over those in a little bit more detail. The first step to support yourself is fixing your energy leaks. That means all the distractions, the clutter, the disorder, even something as simple as cleaning off your desk, setting aside some quiet time to achieve these goals, turning off your phone, your email, not looking at social media, really prepare yourself to be successful. Don't let anything get in your way. This is a target that you want to get to. You've already validated that with your feelings. This is important to you. Set yourself up for success. Don't allow any excuses, doubts, fear, worry, or especially other people who might doubt Or have strong opinions about what you should and shouldn't do, fix all those leaks and make sure you are focused on success. Now, the next part of this little infrastructure of support is the R for reach high frequency. And basically, what that means is set yourself up to do the action items that you've decided you need to take during your peak energy time. Energy attracts like energy. So don't allow yourself to have any negative jealousy or comparing yourself to someone else is just not the way to keep a high frequency. You are unique and your path is not like anyone else, as we've already talked about. And make sure that you understand which part of the day is your peak energy time, the time to focus on the new and exciting things you want to work on. So if you're not a morning person and it takes you four or five cups of joe to get going, you probably don't want to schedule that for first thing in the morning. If you're a night owl, it's better to do it then. Pick your peak energy time and make sure you're focused on taking the steps you need to take to reach your goal during that time frame. A in the infrastructure is affirm success. Use your goal statements. Read them, say them out loud, and don't forget about them. Life is busy. We all have stuff going on. Clean off your desk. When you clean off your desk and you find the things that you were going to do or you find the goals that you wrote down on the list that didn't get done, then that is not going to be productive for you. So you really need to have them forefront in your mind every step of the way. And that's basically putting them in a prominent place, getting up every day and reading them out loud so they're fresh in your mind. Don't find them under a grocery list or worse, in a journal that you reread at the end of the year and say, Oh yeah, I was going to do that and you just never got to it. The N is for Envision. Remind yourself of your of your vision. Remember that visions are a picture and they're attached to your feelings. So some people do this with visioning boards. You can really do it with any kind of visual that you want to have, cards that you pull, whatever you choose. But know that you need to set aside some time every week just to dream about it. Picture yourself there, how you feel when you get there. Really put yourself in that future position. That is what's going to pull you forward and help you meet your goal. And finally, the last one, K for know to give everyone and everything that helps you along the way. It's so important. No one ever does anything alone. You have support that you'll build in, and you build it in by sharing what you're doing with others, talking about it with the key people in your lives, and then thanking them along the way, even if it's just for listening. It's a very important part of what you do, and if you don't have the gratitude for it, it'll fall by the wayside just as it would if you hit it under a grocery list. Charles Dubois, a Belgian author, once said, the important thing is to be able at any moment to sacrifice what you are for what you could become. And know that you may have to give up something to get something new. And that's okay, because that's how we get what we want. Sometimes you have to close one door for another one to open. We've all heard that before. And it's interesting that when you do that, and clear a space physically, emotionally, mentally, for something new to come into your life, it inevitably does. So don't just look at the mental piece of it, look at the physical piece, clear off your desk, make your workspace exactly what it should be to allow something new to come in and really set yourself up for success. So I hope that helps you create goals this year that stick That'll be in the forefront of your mind that'll help you move your business forward and develop your life, all five aspects of it, and take you where you want to go. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our little mini workshop, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you, and bye-bye.
0: This is the EWN Radio Network.